wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. This is why you follow up, okay? This is why you have follow up. People are not thinking about you. You are not the top priority in other people's minds. Very rarely are you, again, unless they're your parents or your significant other, and even the significant other, it's a stretch. Dayolday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, you know me as a former pro athlete and a person who stays in pro athlete shape, still work out every single day, still have trainers, still running 10K races. I don't mess around with what I do with my body. I don't mess around with what I put in my body. So when I looked at AG1, I was looking at the label. I noticed that it's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that deliver benefits such as mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. And I love the fact that it comes every month, so I don't even have to think about or how much do I have? Am I going to have enough? Am I going to run out at a certain time? And I also get the travel pack, so I don't have to miss any days. It tastes great. It doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that you get with some kind of any kind of supplements or if you're taking any pills or anything like that. You just mix it with some water and you feel good knowing that you've done a lot to take care of your health just by taking this every single day. So here's what I did to partner with Athletic Greens. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out for yourself. You get your first order and you're going to get that free one year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs. And this can be your foundational nutrition drink that you take at the beginning of the day to get all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you aren't getting from your normal diet, from what you're normally putting in your body. You're going to get all of that taken care of at the start of the day, every single day. And you're hearing this from an athlete. You're hearing this from somebody who does not mess around with what I put in my body. And I don't mess around with what I recommend to my audiences. I only recommend you things that I will personally use myself and things that I can logically make sense of them making sense for me. So I will recommend them because I believe it'll make sense for you. So again, that link is athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Again, that's athletic athleticgreens.com slash work on your game for your free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first order of AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game.
You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is we are going into, as promised, part two of two on me explaining this concept of the dream 100 and selling you on the value of it and why you need to be using it. And by the way, even those of you who are not entrepreneurs, you are not in the thought leadership space, you're not doing or trying to do anything like what you see me doing here on a daily basis, understand you can still utilize the dream 100. Now, if you are working at a company and you're in sales, uh, you can make more sales if you have some customers who are already warmed up and have already shown themselves to be buyers. Can't you make more sales if you collaborated with, let's say, someone who's in a complimentary space from you who could help you and they could give you some leads for your sales? Let's say, for example, if you sell insurance and someone else sells mortgages or whatever other complimentary products, you know better than I would. Think about what products you sell and then ask yourself, the people who buy your stuff, what else do they buy? All right. They ain't buying just one thing. Again, remember I told you customers are polygamous. So I just want to throw that out there. Should have said it yesterday, but I'm saying it now that even those of you who are not entrepreneurs or in the thought leadership space, you can still utilize the concept of the dream 100. It is not limited to entrepreneurs. Anyway, before I even go any deeper into the material here, let me remind everybody I have a daily motivation text message I send out every single day free of charge, guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point. You want to receive that message and why would you not? Text me at this number 305-384-6894. And every day when I send out the daily motivation, you shall receive that message straight to your phone free of charge. And I want you to text me while you're listening to this episode. My number is listed down below in the description as well. And tell me the best insight you get from any episode of the show. Anytime you're listening, text me and say, Dre, I love that you said this on this episode because it made me think about I want to know those things. Because the more you all tell me that, the better I know what's resonating with you. And when I know what resonates with you, then that helps me think about what topics I want to talk about in the future. Because you see, there's a new topic every single day on the show. But those topics, many times they come from the feedback and the engagement that I'm getting from you all. So I want to know what's on your mind, what you're challenged with, what you're not catching, what's going over your head, what's really hitting hard with you. The better I know that, then I can tailor the future material towards the things that I know is catching your attention or causing you to think. All right. So with all that said, let's get into part two of two. Today, we're going to talk about the action steps when it comes to utilizing this concept of the dream 100, which I, I gave you the background on it in yesterday's episode. So we're on point number four here. We're going to do four, five, six, then seven, eight, nine in tomorrow's episode where I give you some points to kind of drive home the value of utilizing the dream 100. So point number four, we are talking again today about the power of the dream 100. Here's what you do. Here's how you get started with the dream 100. This is a very simple step that all of you can do. Actually, every step I give you, everybody can do. It's just a matter of will you do it or not. Number four, make your list. What list? What's the list you're talking about, Dre? The list is you're going to list every person or entity, brand, organization, or company who is, this is what you're looking for, people who are already serving the people who you want to serve. That's it. Keeping in mind, again, customers are polygamous. No customer only buys one type of product, one type of service. All right, any of you go to the grocery store and you buy, any of you buy snacks from the grocery store, like potato chips and pretzels, yes? Okay. Does any of you go to the grocery store and you only buy potato chips and pretzels? 
course not. You buy other things. All right? You don't just buy potato chips and pretzels. You also buy fruits. You buy vegetables. You buy frozen foods. You buy meat. You buy dairy. You might buy candy. You buy other things. You don't buy just one thing. All right. How many men in here own any type of formal gear, right? Suits and dress shirts and ties and shoes and dress socks. Of course, many of you do. Almost every man owns at least one pair of those, even if you don't wear them that often. Well, people who buy that kind of clothes, what else do they buy? Do you buy shorts? Do you own t-shirts? Do you own underwear? Do you buy hats? Do you buy sweat socks? What about sneakers? Of course. So just because you buy one type of thing doesn't mean you're not going to buy all the other types of things. So I want you to really think, if you think long and hard enough about this, you're going to come up with some really, really good ideas. Who is already serving the people who you want to serve? Keeping in mind that there may be things that are, it might not even be something that immediately jumps out at you as a connected thing, but you should just ask yourself, the people who buy my stuff, what what other kind of stuff do they buy? Just think about your customers, your clients. What else do they buy? All right, they buy my stuff. So they buy my books, they buy my coaching, they buy my programs, they buy my training, they buy my X, whatever your thing is. What else do they spend money on? And guess what? Let me make this really, really easy for you. If you can't think of anything, and if you say you can't think of anything, I'm calling bullshit on that. You know, it's not that you can't think of anything, it's just that you're not thinking. But let's just say you're struggling to come up with better ideas. Here's what you do call up some of your customers and clients and ask them the question Hey, what else do you spend money on? And let them answer the question. Let them tell you. They'll tell you. What else do you spend money on? All right, you buy this from me. Now, if they already are buying from you, they won't have a problem telling you what else they do with their money because it's not like you're asking them some intrusive question. They already know you're doing something with the money because they're spending it with you. So they'll probably tell you a little bit more about what they do with their money. They won't be so apprehensive about it as if you were talking to someone who's never given you money. Now, someone who's giving you money probably won't have a problem telling you what they do with their money because, again, they already know that you know at least one thing that they're doing with their money. They're giving it to you. So what else do you do with your money? Where else do you spend money at? Who else do you buy from? What other things do you buy that, and again, and when one person gives you an answer, it's probably going to open your brain up to like 10 other answers. You, so you just need to think about this. I was on Clubhouse the other day. And just to give you an example here, I'm going to make this really easy for all of you. So all you need to be texting me and thanking me for what I'm about to share with you here today. I was on Clubhouse the other day talking about this very concept of the Dream 100. And someone asked a the question. They said, Dre, what would be a Dream 100 for me? And this person was, there was two people who asked a question, two women who asked a question. First woman who came on, she said, Dre, what would be a dream 100 for me? What type of people would I look for? And I said, what do you do for a living? She said, I am a photographer in New York City. And I said, who are your ideal clients? Meaning, who are the best clients that you work with? Who are the people who have given you the most money? Who are your favorites? If you had to only pick one type of client to work with and they could only work with them for the rest of your career, who would you pick? And she said, I work with professional women. So I'm deduced some things. Professional women working in New York City hiring photographers? Okay, that's not going to be cheap. Now, what are these? What do? Uh, what is a professional woman who is hiring a photographer probably also paying for? I want y'all to think about that. Somebody help me out with the answer to this question. Professional woman living in New York City who is hiring a photographer. All right, she's not just living there. She hired a photographer. Our photographers are not free. So, what else is she paying for? I bet she has a makeup artist. You're getting photos taken. You probably want to look good. So, there's makeup. So, makeup artist goes on your list. Personal stylist. She may have someone who goes and finds clothes for her. She may have a personal shopper who actually goes and buys the clothes on her behalf. I know people who have worked as personal shoppers. She gets her nails done, right? I don't know any woman gets a photo shoot without getting her nails done. Maybe she does it herself or she gets it done by somebody else. She gets her hair done. So there you go. There's five people right there. Everybody follow where I'm going with this? Another person asked the question. They said, what was it they were saying they did? Oh, I can't even remember what the other person was saying. It just slipped my mind. I was just thinking about it. But two people had asked me the question, who would be in my dream 100? But let's just say someone who does something like, let's say we got an esthetician here, someone who does something like nails, or you do something like 
hair and makeup. I have spoken, believe it or not, maybe two or three times, maybe three times in my career. I've spoken at these kind of conferences that are for like people in the beauty industry. And it's mostly women and gay men. That's pretty much who you find at these conferences, women and gay men. Only straight men are people like me who are there to speak. But anyway, at these kind of events, all you got to do is go to the expo hall and walk around and see what people are selling. That's your dream 100 right there. That's your dream 100 right there. So any of you who's in any industry where there is an expo hall, if you are in this industry, you know what an expo hall is. That's where a bunch of people are there and they are displaying what they do. They're displaying what they sell and they're putting it out there for everybody and they're giving away free samples and stuff like that. You should walk around there and open up your phone or get a pen and paper and write down what is each person selling at every single booth in there. It might be a hundred booths in there. You write down what are they selling or what are they selling? What are they selling? What are they selling? Somehow, some way they are all interrelated. That's why you're all in the same expo hall. That's your dream 100 right there. That's how at least the start to your dream 100. Does everybody follow what I'm saying? So let's say there was an expo hall for what I do. I do personal and professional development. And this is usually for people. And that's kind of what we give. But what people are usually looking for is ways to make more money. And we just keep it simple. People come to me because they want to make more money. They may language it in a different way, but that's really what people are looking for. I want to make more money. And here's, here's the problems that I think I have that are in my way. I want to be more confident, more disciplined, more strategy, more systems. I need a process. I need to hire employees and staff. But the reason they want all of that is because they're trying to make more money. So someone who's trying to make more money, what else are they spending money on? Maybe they have an accountant. Then maybe they have a personal trainer. I mean, a personal trainer and me, we could share leads. We might have the same client. What else? Someone who's trying to make more money, what else are they paying attention to? Maybe they have some type of, type of software that does their accounting for them. They are taking in other forms of personal development materials, not just from somebody like me. Anybody who's ever taken any personal development material from me, like a book, a course, coaching, training, guarantee I ain't the only person you ever bought something from. So what am I looking for? Other people who do the same thing. We can collaborate because right? some of your audience will like my stuff and some of my audience will like your stuff. That's a collaboration. So make your list. OK, so I've given you all plenty right there to get started when it comes to building your list. So even though this is called a dream 100. All right. Here's what I tell you all. Dream 100 is just a fancy name for it. Your list needs to be, you should be looking at a dream 1000. My dream 100 list right now is at least, it's probably more than a thousand people on it. Let me see if I can pull it up. Because I, I keep my dream 100 tab open on my laptop. Dream 100 tab is always open. When I open up Google Chrome, the dream 100 tab is always open. All right? It never closes right? because this is something that we are working on and focusing on every single day. There's work being done on the dream 100. So overall, leads inside of my CRM right now. And I get to that in a second. 1,509 leads. Okay. 1,509 leads. And that list is always growing. I'm always adding to it. And nobody ever gets kicked off of the dream 100 list. We're always adding to the dream 100 list. So everybody follow me here. So I call it the dream 100, but it's actually like dream 1,000. You're always adding to this list. Okay. And anytime you notice someone who has gathered an audience of people who you could also serve, that person or that company goes on your dream 100. Just start writing names down and keep adding to it. This would be a digital form because you're always going to be adding to this. Now, let me tell you how to keep this organized. That's the next point. Point number five. Topic, once again, we are talking about the power to dream 100 and we're explaining how this actually works. Number five, get a CRM that keeps this all neat as you will be continually updating your records. You need a CRM. What is a CRM? CRM stands for Customer Relationship management. That's what a CRM stands for. CRM, customer relationship management. I will tell, I'll let the cat out the bag. A CRM is an investment. You will pay money to use a CRM. However, as a business owner, whether you are a sole proprietor, LLC, C Corp, S Corp, whatever, 
as a business owner, you can write off the expense of your or the investment is going to go as an expense on your taxes. But write off the price that you pay for your CRM. You can write this off on your taxes. OK, and you don't need to own an LLC to write these things off on your taxes. And some people try to say that it's not true. But talk to your tax attorney. Nothing I'm giving you is tax advice. OK, CRM is software that keeps your relationships organized. That's all a CRM is. OK, I don't want you all to be afraid of this concept of a CRM. And I'm selling you on the concept of investing in a CRM. I'm not selling you one. I don't have one to sell to you. I'm telling you to go invest in one. There are thousands of them out there. I use one called Nutshell. It's called Nutshell.com is the website. There's one called Zoho. There's Infusionsoft, which is now known as, I think it's Keep, K-A-E-P. ClickFunnels is trying to build a CRM within their system. I Theirs is not completely done yet, because if it was, I would just use ClickFunnels because I already paid for it. But I also, I use a separate one called Nutshell. Mine is $39 a month per user. So if you have an assistant or other staff, each person is $39 a month, but just one person, $39 a month. And what the CRM does is manages your relationships. Now, you may wonder, Dre, why do I need to pay to manage my relationships? Okay, let me give you a parallel. All right, how many of you have a bank account? How many of you have the bank account app on your phone for wherever you do your banking or more than one bank? How many of you have the credit card company app for wherever you have credit cards? How many of you have an app for what's these things where you can take money? So how many of you have the PayPal app? or the Stripe app, or the, what's these other app? Venmo, Cash app. How many of you have those apps on your phone? Zelle, most of you have all those apps on your phone, right? Why? Because what those apps do is they keep track of the management of your money. So why does that matter? Because your money matters to you, right? So you keep those apps on your phone so that you can manage the money. Well, guess what? You want a CRM so you can manage relationships because relationships will help you get more business done than you and all your hard work and effort and working on your game will ever get done by yourself. That's why you use the CRM, because it manages the relationships. You need to value relationships the same way that you value money. Why? Because you will get more done with relationships than you can get done by yourself. I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how hardworking you are, how much you believe in yourself. You can't do it all on your own. That's why you need to manage relationships. What the CRM will do is keep track of every person who's in your Dream 100. I just told you I had 1,500 people in my Dream 100. You think I can remember all 1,500? You think I can remember who I need to reach out to next? what I'm supposed to say to them, what their website is, what their phone number is, their email address, where how am I supposed to keep track of all that? I don't know too many people whose memory is that good. All right. Maybe some no memory expert, maybe they're that good. I'm not that good. All right. So I lean on the CRM because I ain't that smart. All right, if you are, and you can prove me wrong. What the CRM does is it keeps track of all the data of that person. So all their social media links, their websites, any notes you want to make about them, their phone numbers, their text message numbers, their whatever, everything, audit their physical address, everything you need to know about them is stored in there like an address book, right? And at the same time, it keeps track of the engagements. So if I send an email to you this week and you don't respond to my email, I have it noted in my CRM that I emailed you on the first, you didn't respond. Now I got it noted that I'm going to follow up with you, with you on, let's say the 15th or the first of the next month or six months from now or whatever I'm supposed to do. Whatever that is, if I sent you a text message and you responded to my text and you said yes, or you responded and said no, and you responded and said, hit me back in three weeks, I can note that in my CRM. So then the next time I can put a notification three weeks from now, hey, I need to hit up Mike because he told me hit him back in three weeks. And here it is three weeks. Let me hit up Mike. Would I have remembered to do that? Probably not. See, the CRM does all of that for you. It manages the relationships. It manages the engagement. So you can stay on top of things and you don't forget. And when you're Dream 100, even if you had 100 people on your list, can you keep track of 100 different conversations going on at the same time in your head? No, you cannot. So the CRM does it for you. 
A wise businessman many years ago said, Dre, I trust a short pencil over a long memory any day. What that means is you trust writing things down over thinking that you're going to remember them. Simple as that. Everybody got that? That's what a CRM does. All right. A CRM is simply the bank account for your relationships. It's letting you know what communications have happened and it's keeping track of them. All right. Does everybody understand that? Is anybody still afraid of the concept of a CRM? Is anybody sold on a concept of investing in a CRM? Again, so the CRM I have is $39 a month. That is a small amount of money for a relationship. All right. Relationships will pay you way more than $39 a month once you start actually you know, managing them and staying on top of them and nurturing them the way that you're supposed to. And you don't have to try to remember them. That's all a CRM does. A CRM is simply a system. You know, how I talk about strategies and systems all the time. A CRM is a system that documents and tracks your interactions with the people who you most value collaborating with. So if you want to do collaborations and get business done outside of your own efforts, you need a CRM because it is a system that does it for you. OK, is everybody following me here? And if you want help with how to actually organize your CRM, come into work on your game university and I will help you get your CRM organized so that you can do the next thing, which we're going to talk about in point number six. Today's topic, once again, is the Dream 100. We are on part two of three. Today, I'm talking about the tactics, the actionable steps on utilizing the Dream 100. Here's point number six. Follow up, follow up, follow up. I want you to remember something about human beings. They are not thinking about you. Just like you're not thinking about other people most of the time. The only people you usually think about on a daily basis, if you have kids, who are under the age of 18, you think about your kids. If you are in a relationship, you may think about your significant other, not as much as your kids. And that's pretty much it. Those are the only people you really spend that much time thinking about on a daily basis other than yourself. Therefore, other people, they think the exact same way. They are not thinking about you, even though they may know you, they like you, they trust you, and they would love to do business with you. They're just not thinking about you. They got other things on their mind, the same way that you have other things on your mind. So the key to closing deals, any kind of deal, is follow-up. Because a lot of the deals that you want to do, people are not going to close on the deal with you the first time that you reach out. Why? Because they have other things on their mind. They got other things going on. They might have missed your email. They saw your text. They meant to reply to your text, but they didn't respond to your text. I remember I seen my man. I was driving one day in Miami and I seen a friend of mine walking in the street. I was driving. He was walking. It was a lot of traffic, though. So I called out to him from the car. So I texted him while I'm driving past. I'm seeing him walking. I'm driving by him. I'm texting him like, yo. I just drove by, I seen you walking like, yo, let's meet up and have lunch or something like that. And I texted him and I sent the text and I didn't think anything else of it. And he didn't respond. He did not respond to my text. I seen and we didn't have any kind of engagement. Like three weeks later, I'm in the neighborhood again. I'm walking this time and I see him. He's walking. He sees me. We stop. We shake hands and all that. And I'm like, yo, I texted you like three weeks ago and I was walking. He was like, yeah, I remember that. And then he opens up his phone. He goes to my name and his text messages and he shows me how he had wrote the response to me, but he forgot to hit the send button. Any of you ever had that happen? You just wrote a text to somebody and you meant to send it, but you forgot to hit send. He showed it to me like, yo, bro, I forgot to send, hit the send button. And I might have taken that. And this is what many of you do. You take that as the person's ignoring you or they don't like you or they don't want to talk to you anymore. And they simply just forgot because they got other things going on. This is why you follow up. OK, this is why you have follow up. People are not thinking about you. You are not the top priority in other people's minds. Very rarely are you again, unless they're your parents. Or your significant other, and even with your significant other, it's a stretch. Maybe your parent. Your parents, if you're under the age of 18, you're probably the, maybe a top priority for your parents. That's it. Everybody else? No. Nobody's sitting around waiting on your phone call or your email or your text. They're not. They got other stuff going on. They will respond when you send it, maybe, but they ain't waiting on it. All right, you got it? That's why you have to follow up. What a CRM does, it tells you when to follow up. 
So right now, my CRM, I'm looking at my CRM. Again, I use a CRM called Nutshell. You don't have to use Nutshell. Use any one you want. Right now in my CRM, I have a follow-up that I need to do from yesterday. That's someone I'm supposed to, I'm following up about a collaboration. And I got three more that I need to do today that are on the docket for today to follow up. And then I'm looking at some overdue CRM notes. And I keep all this organized. These are follow-ups that I need to make that are I haven't followed up with them based on our criteria, who I need to follow up with. I got something I need to catch up on. So I got a bunch of, let me see, I got a bunch of overdue CRM follow-ups that I need to make in the next, and you can organize this stuff, right? How old is a follow-up? So anything that I need to follow up with over the last, let's say if it's 90 days old. So I'm looking at my 90 days old. I think we are caught up on this. My 90 days old, we're good. We're clear on that. So I got to follow up on a few, then I'm sending out some new ones. So this is the whole point of the CRM. It tells you what to do next. You don't have to remember. So for example, I appear on a lot of people's podcasts. It's one of the ways that I collaborate. I utilize the Dream 100 by appearing on people's podcasts who have guests on their show. This show, as you can see, is a solo show. 80% of the time, actually, I'll say 90% of the time when I appear on another person's podcast, I'm the one who initiated the conversation. 10% of the time, someone reaches out to me and say, Dre, be on my podcast. I say yes. The other 90% of the time, I reach out to them and say, hey, you never heard of me, but my name's Dre. Let me be on your podcast. That's not how the conversation goes, but I initiate the conversation is the point. But that doesn't mean every show I reach out to says yes. All right, Some shows don't respond at all. Every once in a while, somebody responds and says, well, no, it's not a fit, or I'm not interested, or I'm taking my show in a different direction, or I'm taking a break from my show, or I'm about to do more solo episodes. I get that kind of response sometimes too. And the thing is, I'm continuing reaching out. Somebody says, no, okay, move on to the next one. But there's a follow-up process of messages that get sent. So if someone doesn't respond to email number one, we got email number two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Literally, I'm not joking. We follow up that many times with somebody to get a response from them. Even if they say no, we're happy. If somebody says no, I'm happy. Because at least now I know I have to follow up them anymore. But if they don't say anything, we keep following up until we get a response. All right, that's the follow-up process. Any of you who's in sales or taking any classes on sales or even the basics on sales, you have heard the saying, the fortune is in the follow-up. Most sales take place somewhere after the fifth point of contact. Okay, so I'm not suggesting to you that you need to follow up. I am directing you to follow up. All right, I'm not, this is not a suggestion. You do not reach out to somebody one time and then if they don't respond, you think that they're not interested. When I'm selling a course or I'm telling you about my text messages that I send out every day or work on your game university, how many times have you heard me talk about those things? All right, some of you have heard of it and you're interested and you're thinking about it, but you haven't done anything yet. And how many times have you heard me say it? 50, 100, 300, 1,000? And I keep saying it and you still haven't done anything yet. Follow up, follow up, follow up. Most people do not say yes and take action the very first time they hear something. That is very rare. So do not expect other people to do it. You don't do it. How many times do you have to hear something before you take action on it? Even something that you want to do and you know you're going to do, do you take action on it the first time you see it? Probably not. I was in somebody's challenge. These days, a lot of people do these online challenges. Y'all see this? Like a five-day challenge or a three-day challenge. I was in somebody's online challenge. And I remember I saw it when they first put it out. And I was like, yeah, I ain't going to do that challenge. I'm not interested in this person's challenge. I mean, I like this person's material, but this is going to try to make a sale to me at the end of it. And I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So I ignored the challenge. They sent out an email about the challenge. I didn't do it. Then they had other people sending out emails about the challenge. They had, what are they doing? Collaborating, Dream 100, about the challenge. I still ignored all those other people's emails. I got like 10, 20 emails, more emails coming in about this challenge. I didn't do it. Ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. It was like two days before the challenge started. I got email like number 67 about this challenge. I finally signed up. I signed up for the challenge and the material was actually pretty good. And I'm telling you all that to tell you this. Nobody, very rarely, 
takes action on something the first time they see it, even if they end up doing it. This is why you must follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. In the month of February 2023, when you're listening to this, we're probably, uh, we might have already passed February 2023. I'm going to send a million emails out. A million emails. It's going to be the most emails I ever sent in a month because my, well, first of all, my email list is growing. And secondly, I've just been sending more emails, more follow up because you don't want to make the mistake of not following up enough with somebody such that they don't take action. Not because they don't want to take action, simply because you have not nudged them enough to take action. Sometimes you just got to nudge people a little bit more than you would need to be nudged for them to take action. All right. So you got to be able to step outside of your own shoes and don't take it personal when someone doesn't respond or take the action that you want them to take on your thing, simply because, again, you are not their top priority. Again, if you're not somebody's child, you're not their top priority. If you're not their child or their parent, you're not their top priority. And outside of that, uh, you ain't the top priority, guaranteed. Okay. So you got to have a process of following up. The CRM does all this for you, by the way. That's why you need to have a CRM. Let's recap today's class, which is part two of the Dream 100 Power to Dream 100. Number four, make your list. All right. This is all the people who are already serving the people who you want to serve. Who are those people? Put them down on your list. If you're a personal trainer, the people who go to the gym and work out, what else do they do? They buy workout gear. So who sells workout gear? They buy workout sneakers. Who sells workout sneakers? They buy protein shakes and they buy acai bowls. If they go to the gym, what else do they buy? All right, find out what that is. And those are the people in your dream 100. That's at least where you can start. Number five, get a CRM that keeps all this neat and organized and tells you what to do next. CRM, again, it sounds like a big word. It sounds scary to some of you who are not tech-based. Listen, get tech-based and get a CRM. CRM manages the relationships. The relationships are the money, everybody. So if you got a bank account, you need a CRM. Number six, is follow up, follow up, follow up. All the sales happen in the follow up, fortunes in the follow up. Most people do not do things the first time they hear about it. They do things later when they get told about it over and over and over and over again. You got to kick people in the ass and hit them in the head to get them to do things, even when it's beneficial for them. Same thing for you. How many times you say the ABCs when you're in elementary school? A thousand times. And guess what? Today you understand words, letters, language, and you can read sentences. Why? Because you did it over and over and over again. Follow up. All that said, tomorrow we'll be getting into part three of this. Text me, tell me the best insight you got from today's class. My number is 305-384-6894 and workonyourgameuniversity.com. You want someone like me to coach you through organizing your CRM, organizing your follow-up, building your dream 100, and how do you actually start reaching out to people to make it work? We're going to talk a little bit more about that tomorrow, but you want to go deep into it, the how of it, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.